You're listening to Steady Picks Radio. Steady Picks is your source for industry-leading sports betting data and the latest news and information to help you bet smarter and start winning. Go to www.steadypicks.com to learn all the ways that you can listen to Steady Picks Radio and let our expert hosts help you win some money. Remember, betting is more fun when you win. Radio, wake up and wager. Welcome into the show, Tom and Ricky. We're your hosts. Steadypicks.com, completely free to sign up. Go sign up today. Best bets from myself, Ricky, Donnie, Big John. Of course, the Steady Pick system plays, and so much more. Every article that we write, everything that we do, completely free over Steadypicks.com. While you're there, you got two options. You can open an account over at BetMGM for a $1,000 risk-free bet. It's Click on the banner on the website. helps us out greatly. And if you don't have an account there, you should have an account everywhere. You'll also find one for BetRivers, which you can click there as well. And let's make an account at BetRivers. Deposit matches, free bets. That's what you get for signing up. So go do that if you don't have accounts at those places. You can never have too many accounts, as we talked about yesterday. Ricky, good morning. How we doing? Good morning, Tom. How about those New York Yankees? They're out. They never had a chance. They never had a chance uh, last a night in that game. the pick. Yeah, yeah, Tom. I got a little bone to pick with with you and the steady pick system. Ended up flipping. Talked about how I like Boston on the show. Then I talked about how I'm not betting it because I didn't want to fade Tom. Then the steady pick system throws up the Yankees. I end up on the Yankees, Tom. They shit the bed as always when I bet them. But I'm glad they're out. Yeah, they've had a tough little season. They just can't seem to find the magic that that you would expect or think that they have. But that's okay because the playoffs are going to be just as interesting without them. They just struggled the entire way. I mean, from the first inning, literally the first inning, it was just a struggle, and they never looked like they were going to move the needle, swing the momentum their way. And they go down 6-2. to two. The over-under was, uh, closed at 8. That pushed. I had a uh, little sprinkle on the over, too. I went Yankees and over. I had a little sprinkle on the under. (laughs) (laughs) Tom. We pushed. Home divisional dog. How are you on the other side of that? Playoff baseball is different. Like, it's truly just different. 
all that goes out the window in the playoffs. A little bit. And- a little bit. Because players won't pitchers won't go as deep into games. Everyone has so much of a shorter leash. Like it just it's just different. That's fair. I know in the regular season, you typically be on the other mm-hmm. side there yep. based off the way you bet. But here or there, Yankees lose. They're out. Red Sox advance to take on the Rays. Um, Dodgers Cardinals tonight, Tom. Let's start there. Yep. And I have, uh, as we talked about yesterday, I, this is a really interesting game. Um, it's kind of like the, the Yankees-Red Sox game from last night just like tenfold where the Dodgers are just such a superior team. As we talked about yesterday, everything that they have going on, you just can't imagine what it would happen if they lose in a wild card game. They have everything to lose. The Cardinals have everything to gain after a 17 game win streak to end towards the end of the the season, last month of the season, month and a half. I've already placed a bet on the Cardinals plus one and a half at uh, minus 115 is the price there. And I think that's a a good bet, a smart bet. You know, I would like to play the money line. I don't have this price. Like, I don't have a big edge when I price this out. It really comes out to just about where it where it is. Hmm. So I don't know. Take it with a grain of salt, but it's just too big of a price in general for for a one game wild card matchup. Oh, I I think I'm gonna ride with you and take the the plus one and a half here, but it. For me, Tom, it's just like, all right, you can't bet the Dodgers money line. That's that's ideally what I'd like to do. I think that's the most likely outcome is that the Dodgers just win the game. 220 right now. I think we can both agree that's a no play. Absolutely. Yeah. So then you go to the Dodgers run line. Minus 105 right now at one and a half. <sighs> Yeah, I I can't I, I I can't stomach really that even to me it, you have no choice but to, to bet the the Cardinals here. You got to think, Ricky, that you know the minus two twenty number that is posted for the Dodgers. That's getting close to a seventy percent implied probability, implied chance to win. So the books are saying the Dodgers have a 70% chance. And this is kind of how, for for the people at home, you kind of plug all this together. So you're trying to figure out, okay, what percentage chance does the book say? Because they tell you flat out with the odds. What percentage chance do they give Team X of winning this game? Or cover, you know, whatever, winning. This is about a 70% chance. When you kind of create your numbers and you're looking at different things, 
you need to ultimately boil it down to a percentage. What is the likelihood that this team wins? So looking at some of the steady picks data and some of your stuff, Tom, it shows the Dodgers closer to like a 60 to 63% chance to win under 70. So mm-hmm. further, further pushing me toward the Cardinals and grabbing that run and a half. And that's what you have to do. So at that, you know, at that 62%, let's say, we ultimately have this game priced at minus 163 thereabouts. So yep. that's kind of what you want to do in the grand scheme of things. So you're saying, I've got this price, this Dodgers minus 163. I'm not paying minus 220 to bet the Dodgers. Do you see how that doesn't make any sense? I've got a price. The real odds for me are minus 163. Absolutely. So. But then. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, all right, so you determine that the value's off from where your numbers say it should be and, and where the books are valuing the Dodgers. But does that mean that you have to bet the Cardinals if you still like the Dodgers? And that's where I'm at with it because truthfully, Tom, as much as my heart and my head are pulling for the Cardinals here and I want to see this upset, logical Ricky says the Dodgers win this game by, by multiple runs. Why bet, the, why bet the Cardinals? At that point, it becomes a bit of um, risk tolerance. How how much are you willing to be risky? Uh, again, kind of the human condition conversation that sports betting brings in all of us is risk tolerance. Trying to make the judgment of, okay, my numbers are saying that the Dodgers are not a good play, but I still think the Dodgers win this game. What do I do? Your best answer is probably to play no part of this game. And sometimes that's just the the dirty truth. But you know not, what? You know, I'm going to ride with you, and I'm going to play the Cardinals. I'll grab the one and a half and uh, hope that, Tom, you're going you're gonna to fix this since I flipped <laughs> on the Yankees yesterday, and we're going to hit the Cardinals tonight. And I just think that the the price is just too high. Like on a math, you know, statistical basis, it's just too high, as we just discussed. So I can't stomach a Dodgers play in any way, knowing what the price is. Yep. You know, the Cardinals still only have, even at you know at that math, we're still only giving them a thirty some odd chance percent chance to win right so it's not like i'm saying they're a they're a huge huge play but this is what there's value there's value this is what sports betting is all about kind of playing the law of averages playing your numbers hoping that they come out on top absolutely um one additional note here in baseball tom that i'm curious of your opinion on the futures market with the Dodgers, okay? It's really interesting. It's unbelievable. I, I got to imagine. I actually haven't looked at it. I got to imagine, despite playing in this wild card game, they're probably still the favorite to win the World Series. 
Absolutely. Plus 400, plus as low as 350. Plus and where 350 are the Giants? And you're in the wild card game. The Giants come in at uh, plus 600, plus 550. They're fourth best odds here. Okay. Because, you know, if you really dig into this, Tom, what's what's interesting is, like, if you go back to the beginning of the season, you would have never... Let's remove the uh, Cardinals and Dodgers for a second. Nobody would have anticipated a potential San Francisco Giants, Milwaukee Brewers, Atlanta Braves, you know, potential World Series appearance from those. Maybe the Braves, but not without Acuna. So it's just interesting to me that if the Dodgers were to lose this game, and now you have the Giants, the Cardinals, the Braves, and the Brewers— in the Astros. That's wide open. I mean, I'd probably give the edge to the Giants there, but the Giants could have a really nice path through if if the Dodgers could get out of their way here. And I wonder if there's some value on grabbing, whether it be the Giants or one of these other NL teams, knowing there's a possibility the Dodgers move out of the way tonight. I think so. I think there's I think that's a strong uh kind of play. I might even consider taking two of them depending which two you like. That's what I mean. It's a pick two situation in profit cuz as soon as the Dodgers are out, it's, I don't know what the line's going to do. The Astros are the second most, you know, favorite team to win the World Series. Um I don't know. I'm staying off the I'm staying off the futures market for now there is one other play i made ricky for baseball that i'd like to share and then we'll roll over to football because i know you've got um a play i've got like several plays to talk about that i bet last uh yesterday i love it of course uh, Indian that's, Wells that's what that baseball play the other baseball play i made is the uh milwaukee brewers on for the series price in their first series. Mm. Uh, minus 140. It's best of five against the Braves. Um, Milwaukee minus 140. The reason I played this is the price is just way too low. Like this should be closer to minus 200 according to to my stuff. Are your numbers accounting for that idiot who punched the wall and he's out for the postseason? <laughs> Tom, that that one-two punch between him and Hader, they were like 71-4 and four going into the eighth inning with a lead with those two. And now he, he punches all – he gets drunk, punches a wall, and he's out. It's pretty unbelievable, and it reminds you that these athletes are normal people just like you and I. Yeah, it's it's we've all done something stupid like that, so I don't want to like hate on the guy. But come on, man, that you guys were looking good. You were important. I still think it's a good play at minus one forty. It's up to minus one forty five now. At some places, I just don't think Atlanta's built for a run right now. They yeah, they played well to win the division, but I really don't think that they're primed for a deep run here in the postseason. Uh, 
Not like the Braves are anyway. So best of five, the Brewers minus 140. You can still get it at minus 145. I think that is a strong play. I like it. Corbin Burns, Woodruff, starting pitching still there. Peralta, I like it, Tom. Yep. Ricky, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we've got a bunch of football plays to go over. Ricky's got one. I've got, uh, oh boy, one, two, three, four. Ah, three plays. And, of course, we have Indian Wells. The tennis tournament officially starts this afternoon, so I've got a few plays for you there as well. We're turning the tennis ship around. We kind of adjusted the numbers. I think I had something slightly not wrong, but just not the way it should be. So that's why it's always a grind. You got to go back, look at some of this stuff, revisit, study, see what's going on, what's wrong, what's right. And uh, I think we're off to a better start. So I'll share that with you momentarily. Steady Picks Radio, wake up and wager. Be back in a minute. get a winning edge in sports betting look no further than steadypicks.com and steadypicks radio our team at steadypicks provides data analysis and insights to help you become a better sports better best of all steadypicks is a hundred percent free a steadypicks membership gives you access to all of the steadypicks system bets our expert hosts best bets and our special guest picks Head over to our website, www.steadypicks.com. Sign up for free and start winning. Steady Picks Radio, wake up and wager. Welcome back into the show. A lot of football to get to, Ricky. A lot of football. It's Let's Wednesday go. already. It's time to get some plays uh, started getting locked in here for the weekend. So I've got three plays to share with you, Ricky. Uh, you've got one play, as I understand it. You know what, Tom? During this break, I discovered something a bit alarming on my play, um, which I will dive into when we get into it. But I've got I've got two leans. We'll decide when we go through them if we're going to place the bet today on the show or if we'll lock it in tomorrow or Friday. But two leans at the moment. Okay. I've got uh, three plays. First one uh, being the, the Jets plus three. On Sunday, Jets plus three. They're visiting the Atlanta Falcons. This is kind of a play out of principle. I think the Falcons are so bad. The Falcons are really, really bad. Jets, all things considered, I mean, have been bad, but not as bad as you might think. I think plus three with them in this spot really is not a bad idea and not a bad decision. I think this will come down to two and a half even. Ultimately making it, you know, getting a better number. 
But when you look at these two teams, the Jets and Zach Wilson can be very effective if they can protect him. And I think they're going to be able to do that against the Falcons. They looked good last week, Tom, the Jets. They did. They did. And maybe it's a bad spot to kind of to buy in on them. You know, they do have the worst, you know, on a points basis, the worst offense in football. Uh, but the Falcons have the worst. So Yeah. I I could see I could see your logic here and what, what drew you to this play. Um, even even in terms of like it's funny you talk about holding Derrick Henry to like 130 yards and a touchdown is keeping him in check. <laughs> and they held him in check in terms of that. He didn't go for 200 on them. Um, I was really, yeah, I was really impressed with the Jets, Tom. I like that play. I don't trust them yet, but I like it. Yeah, I just think it's a it's a good number for for the Jets. I just think people are so low on them, and for some reason still see Matt Ryan and this Falcons team as, like, decent, and they're just not. They're really not. Uh, so that's the first play. Ricky, go ahead. What do you got? All right, so the play that I was literally planning to place the bet during the break, Tom, was the Thursday night football game, the Rams at the Seahawks. And coming into the show, I have a whole paper of notes on reasons I like the Rams. We'll start with, the fact that Russell Wilson, I know they won that game in San Francisco last week, but I found the initial, you know, first two quarters with their offense very alarming. They had negative 12 yards on their first five drives last week, Tom. Um, on the defensive side of the ball, they've given up 450 yards to every single team they've played so far. It's looking like the same shit last year where they had a damn near, like, record-breaking uh, for for the worst defense. Uh, in addition to that, Sean McVay, he's 5-1 and one against the spread in his last six divisional games coming off of a loss. No one really better than him at this time um, in these tough spots, divisional spots. So the list goes on and on here, but the, the moral and why I'm I'm backing off a bit is because as I look at the numbers and with the steady picks data, um, you know, some other sources here, I think the numbers are calling for an outright Seahawks win, Tom. Not even just a cover here, a win. Our numbers actually have this is crazy too. Let me let me hit you with this. Our numbers give the Seahawks almost a 60% chance to win this game outright. Wow. Now, as much as I've been walking around Mr. 12 and three over here, having a great season, I'm not smarter than these numbers. It would be foolish of me. Truthfully, I believe to ignore this information and lay a minus 140 on the Rams money line, which is what I plan to do. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take a step back. And this is what I encourage others to do. You know, if you find a game you like, and then maybe you see something that has you backpedaling a little, a little bit, no need to, to rush into the bet. 
we're going to wait it out a day. We're going to evaluate it throughout the day, and we'll make a decision tomorrow before the game if we want to play it or not. But I did love the Rams before I saw this. It's a very good message to, to share because I do agree. If, if you can't just be so ignorant and blind to outside things that you just believe what you believe and that's the end-all be-all. You've got to constantly be learning and, and looking for new angles. And I mean, at plus 120 on the uh, on the Seahawks is the price right now. It's a 45% chance to, to win this game. That's kind of the split for, for that number. I also, um, well, I was about to play the Seahawks last night. And that was going to be one of my plays today. But truthfully, I think this line just hasn't stopped going up. So I felt like it might get to three. I might get to three. I might even get the hook with with Seattle. So I'll probably wait to the last minute. The Rams are the biggest public favorite we've we've seen in a long time up to this point. And ninety percent of the money. Yeah, right something now. ridiculous. Again, at this point. You've missed all of the value with the Rams. All those 90% of people got this at a better number than you did. I know it sounds silly, but it's so important. You're getting the worst of the number. You can't do that. You can't do that. Yeah, and I know we all have the Rams' victory over the Bucks still kind of fresh in our mind and how good they looked, but... Tom, that defense looked terrible against Arizona last week. Like, they got shredded. And guess who's pretty similar to the guy who shredded them? And if anything, he's a a wiser, more intelligent version. He might not move the same, but Russ, Russ can bite you in that same kind of way. The 12s are back in Seattle. I, I actually don't think I'll play this game, to be honest with you. I'll wait for a three. I think we're going to get a three, and I'll wait for it, and then I'll jump on that. I think right. that's going to be the way I, I play this because it's just it's just ridiculous. You can't open minus Seahawks minus one, flip all the way to, to dog of three points, and tell me I'm not going to buy low, buy very low on, the, on Russell Wilson. When's the last time you were able to buy low on Russell Wilson? Every prime time last game... Week. Everything he does, he's always the favorite. And yeah, heavily last bet. week was was a good spot. Um, getting him as a home dog last week, Tom. Yep. Or no, he wasn't a home dog. He he was in San Francisco, but nonetheless. So we'll we'll discuss this game more tomorrow. And if there's a, a play to be had, it will be placed tomorrow. In this yep. one. Yep. Just keep an eye on the line. If you open your book and see a three. I'd grab it because I don't think the three is going to stay very long. I think it's going to be three flashes and it's gone. So I'll have my eyes peeled looking for the three. You should do the same. Love it. What, what's uh, what's your next play? Okay. The next play that I have, let's see. I got two more. Let's see which one I want to share here. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I have one for the uh, Sunday night football game. I'm going to share that one because that line is moving more. 
This is okay. Sunday night, Buffalo Bills against the Kansas City Chiefs. What a great matchup that's going to be. Oh, yeah, that just potential amazing. AFC championship right there. What I ultimately came to here was the Buffalo Bills plus three is the play that I made. Uh, some of the books are showing two and a half. That's great. Little little reverse line movement there. I think this game is just an absolute, I don't want to say a coin flip, but I think it's very, very close. It could go either way given any day. So I think getting plus three with the Bills, who I actually like a lot better than the Chiefs this year, like I, I, tr- I don't think the Chiefs are the same Chiefs that we've grown accustomed to this year. So I think Buffalo Bills plus three in this big game with how they've played is a no-brainer bet, especially when it's going to drop to two and a half. Hey, I, I don't, that play, I don't, don't disagree. I, um, I got a lot of concerns about the Chiefs defense too, Tom. I think that they're worse even than they were last year. Something's just not Super Bowl-esque about them this year. I'm not Couldn't sure what exactly more. it is, but it's not. It's just not there. They have that, uh, you know, like when a team loses in the Super Bowl, historically it weighs on them the next season, and you're seeing it. Yep, yep. Ricky, give us your – do you have one more play? I do, and this one I'm betting right now. So I'm just opening up my app real quick to see what what odds we're going to get. This is going to be my official 16th play of the season right here. Love it. And it's going to come in the New Orleans Saints-Washington football team game. My play is on the Saints money line, Tom. And before I tell you why, I'm going to actually place my bet here. I'm going to throw a unit down. Minus 130 on BetMGM. I should probably do a little shopping and see, but I'm not going to. I love BetMGM. I'm going to just lock it in. Um, so the reason I like this number. game, Tom. You got a good number. It, I did? Okay, yep. good. Uh, the reason I like this game is a couple reasons. First of all, this Washington football team defense is not what it was last year. This secondary is atrocious. So they start off the season, Tom. They give up 20 points to the Chargers and Justin Herbert. They look pretty good out of the gate. The following week, they give up 29 points to the Giants. Danny Jones gets shreds them. The, fo- the next week, they give up 43 to the Bills. They give up 30 last week to Matt Ryan and the Falcons. I'm just I'm off the, the bandwagon of the Washington football defense. I think they have... One to two good pass rushers, mm-hmm. maybe one to two good interior linemen. But aside from that, Tom, this defense is terrible, terrible on the back end. Um, it really is the I perfect think- example of like the the general narrative in the in mainstream sports media and just around the league is like that Washington defense. But when you really look at it, you go, eh, is it? Is it really that good? Yeah, that's when you got to look at the numbers. I mean, Chase Young's good. Montez Sweat's good. Uh, the two Bama D tackles are good, but like they don't cover. They don't cover, and that's where they're getting hurt is on the back end of the defense. 
So until that's fixed, Tom, they're not an elite defense. All right. The Saints, on the other hand, I think they are an elite defense. I think they're going to give this kid, Hineke, a lot of problems here. I don't think the uh, Washington football team is going to be able to run the ball as efficiently as they have in previous weeks. So I feel good about the the Saints getting this win, coming off a loss. We all know what Sean Payton is coming off a loss. Love this play right here. Saints money line. Okay. I do like that too. I do like that. They may end up on my uh, card as well. Convincing, convincing stuff. I'm saving my last football play for. I'm saving my last football play for tomorrow. Like it, suspense. Yep, another football play tomorrow. We'll have more throughout the week as we make them. Thursday night football tomorrow as well. But for today, for Indian Wells tennis tournament on the women's side, we've got three plays today. We're trying to be a bit more selective here as well. So we got three plays. Arena, Kamiya, Bagoo. We've played before. That's at 2 o'clock. She's plus 100 over uh, Fiona Farrow. And this line is just flat out wrong. Bagoo should be favored in this by substantial amount. Minus 200 even. Plus 100 is a great price on her. Uh, Suwe Say, who we've bet on before. We lost when we played her last time. Suwe Say, minus 135 against the American, Bringle. Bringle's just having a bad, bad year here. And the last play is uh, Kai Kanepi. That's at 9 o'clock. That's minus 115 against uh, who's she playing? Uh, Keys Madison Keys Madison Keys Yes indeed Kai Kanepi minus 115 You can find a slightly better price out there Minus 110 I didn't get the best price on her But uh, those are the three plays For tennis We could use a big day of tennis That's for sure I love it Tom The, The tennis people out there you know, you know they appreciate your picks. This tennis cult, this Tom tennis cult. I love it. I was gonna start writing a, a weekly thing called Tom's Tennis Corner. <laughs> hey, it, it'd probably be a hit. I just put um, it in the weekly, the weekend thing. I have it at the bottom section of it. I made its own great. section for uh, tennis. Tom's Tennis Corner. We need it, Tom. We need it. Um, Final thing here before we wrap up. If you have a gambling problem, 1-800-GAMBLER. Always bet responsibly. 1-800-GAMBLER. Steady Picks Radio. Wake up and wager. Good luck today. Good luck with the tennis plays. Talk to you tomorrow. Spin it like